Come on, home slice. You got to say Welcome something. Welcome to the podcast. Woo! <laughs> woo, 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 woo. Where's the audience? That she, you got to have that little button there. Remember that button that's like the cloud, crowd clapping? Oh, let's try this one. Not that one. Oh. Welcome to the hey, podcast. Hey, hey. Welcome, everybody. Welcome. Glad to be back. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> got to have that fade in and out, though, you know? Like, maybe be a little more real. Like, we had a few people here. Oh. We're pretty good. Been a minute. Well, it really has been quite a bit of a minute. We've got some stuff to talk about. Yeah, we do. Lots lots to talk about. Lots of... We've got some bull to shoot. We sure do. Where do we start? I don't know. Should we start, like, from here and move back? Sure. Okay. Sure. We went sure. to Yellowstone. We went to Yellowstone. We talk about Yellowstone. Yep. That was a fun trip. That was a fun trip. That was fun. You guys invited <clears> us to go with you. That was that was yeah, that was kind of time. a kind of a spur of the moment sort of a deal, you know. We yeah. we kind of thought we'd go the week before we went. And that, hey, let's try to find some campground or campsite inside the park. Yeah, where we could pull our trailers, and we got lucky and found found a spot, two spots, two spots for both myself and you. Yep, um, worked out good. And you They're guys right next to each other. You guys go all the time, like that's your nah, thing. not all. The I time. mean, quite a more more. Than More I than do. probably we should, especially yeah. with the fuel prices of today. Well, is this your? This is only your second time though pulling the trailer up, right? Or third? Second, second time pulling into the park. Third time, I think we've done it three times. We didn't. The one time we we couldn't find a campground in the park, so we went to like Earthquake Lake. Which, if you've never been to Earthquake Lake, folks, you need to go check that place out. That is a cool yeah. deal. Have you ever been to Earthquake Lake? No, but I bet it has something to do with an earthquake. An earthquake created a big landslide, um, which dammed up a river. That was, that, but that was recent. That was like in the oh, early, like in the, like in the 50s or yeah, 50s. 60s. And it killed a bunch of people. Oh, yeah. It was, I mean, it, the landslide was massive. I, mean, I you go saw up there, a thing on that. Yeah, you go up there and there's like a cool visitor center and you can see where the mountain slid. I mean, it is And it basically unreal. dammed off the valley, right? Like if the, I remember right, so... It, so, yeah, it dammed off the river, which backed up and created this lake. Yep. And and it, like, killed a bunch of people because there was a bunch of campers and stuff yeah. that were there. There was, like, a campground down below the landslide. And, I mean, I think there was, like, if I remember right, a dozen or so people. Maybe maybe more than that. Maybe 20 people. Yeah, I can't remember. But, but there's, like, a bunch of trees sticking up from the yeah, lake Yeah, that's what's cool. Too. Like, you go right by the lake and you got all these logs, you know, sticking out of the middle of the lake, these old trees. Yeah. That, you know, it once was a forest or just a river running through there, but now it's this lake with these... It's crazy. That's pretty cool. I, that's funny you said that. I I didn't put two and two together, but I, I saw that on And something. it's literally within maybe 30 minutes of the West Yellowstone entrance. Would you say it's closer than, uh, like, uh, Henry's Lake? It's about sixes. So about the equal distance from Henry's Lake to West Yellowstone. Henry's Lake lies on the south side of West of West Yellowstone, the town of West Yellowstone. Yeah. And, and this earthquake lake lies kind of north and to the west. But north and east. It, oh, so you, north, you were more towards Mammoth. No, 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 no. North of West Yellowstone and then west. Mammoth lies like north and east. Oh, okay, okay. But it's pretty cool. Yeah, pretty cool. And so is uh, is Tower slash like the Lamar Valley Valley. That's on the east side. That's clear on the other. Yeah, on the east okay. side. I was opposite where like you're at. Mammoth would be. I would say like <clears throat> if you're looking at the map of Yellowstone. Mammoth would be in the northwest corner. The Lamar Valley and, and Cook City and all that entrance would be the northeast. 
Um, where we stayed down at Fishing Bridge would be kind of on the, you know, southeast area down by the lake. You yeah. Know, which so I, we I did was, we, we stayed we we stayed at the Fishing Bridge Fishing Bridge campground full hookups. Oh yeah, I was dope. Was nice. I was good. Mm-hmm. Like uh, that was that was pretty sweet. I, I don't. I honestly can say I don't think I've ever camped anywhere with full hookups. What's nice about camping in Yellowstone too at the park is. The park is big, so if you if you're outside of the park and you want to go into the park for a day and go tour around, to go in <clears throat> and to come back out, I mean, you're you're a lot of driving. Yeah, I mean it's like the equivalent of driving. Well, you said it once up there, like from here from Ephraim to Salt Lake and back. Well, you well know? we were we were sitting in the trailers and it's like, hey, <clears throat> let's. We really like to run up to Mammoth and grab some ice cream, and <laughs> as we got to driving, I was like. It's like an hour and a half drive. <laughs> like, like, are you ever just sitting at home like, hey, we should run up to Provo real quick and get us some ice cream. <laughs> get us a treat. <laughs> it's true, though. That's kind of, that's kind of the distances that it, that it is up there. I mean, it's big, yeah. but being in the park, when you're camping in the park, it just seems like it's not as big a deal. Well, we saw Buffalo in like our campground, like yeah. or right next to it. That, you that's know? what makes it cool. You're seeing wildlife all. Yeah. You, you were all, hearing some elk in the morning, yep. you know, kind of a thing. Like, yep. You're in the park. Right. It's way fun. And when you wake up, it's like uh, the kids can hop in. You can go for your drive. And it's like, it's not a super early, <clears throat> early morning. Yeah, that's kind of the way we like to do it. You know, if you have multiple days, I would suggest, you know, a couple of those days getting up super early, like yeah. before sun up, and go to either the Hayden Valley or the Lamar Valley. Just get out and just sit somewhere where there's likely to be wildlife because that's the time of day you, you see stuff. Honestly, even if you're driving at that time, yeah. like you're yep. seeing stuff, yep. you see so much more if you're just... Mornings and evenings. And I there. think more in the mornings and evenings, even at that, I do think you see yeah. more stuff going on in the morning. I think you're right. And I, that's probably, though, because the traffic that just builds up throughout the yeah, day. And that's what I was going to say. Here's the funny thing about mornings and evenings. When you actually see wildlife, there's not much traffic. Yeah. People don't get up. It's like weird because people don't get into Yellowstone and get going till like... 10, 10, 11 yeah. o'clock. Uh, and, and, when and everything's died stuffy. down as far as wildlife viewing goes, you know. <laughs> it's true. It's so true. It's like the traffic gets big at 10. Yep. And by that time, you could be back to camp, hanging out, you know. And, it, and we had it. It was hot. Like, it was like 80, 90. It was like 90 degrees. I mean, it was blazing. So, it was like, if you're getting up at, and you're getting out at 10, you missed it. Yep. Like, everything right. moved from daylight to 8. Nine, you know, ten, whatever. <clears throat> One of the highlights of this year's trip with you guys, I think, was was um, up there by, I don't know, people don't really care to know specifically where stuff's at, but between Mammoth and Slough Creek, closer to Slough Creek, there was a bison kill, a dead bison. And you can always pick these things out, like what's, what's cool to see, because there'll be people yeah. off the road just yeah. piled up, you know, tons of people. And so there was this bison kill off the road. I don't know, what would you say? 12, 1,500 yards? Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, down in the valley. A Way bit. down in the valley where with your naked eye, you couldn't see no. the dead carcass. But there's people up there that had spotting scopes and whatnot. They were kind of checking out this bison kill because there had been wolves that had come on it and coyotes and yeah. kind of some action going on. And so you stayed up there and uh, my wife and, and I and a couple – my kids and Hudson, your boy, yep. decided we'd try to hike down. 
a little closer, which is something most people don't do up there. No, I was, and I was over even like, you know, <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and stay back here. <laughs> you guys go ahead. If I, you know, I just, it is crazy. Like, it's it's different to think about. Like, you don't really think about it till like, you're just about to go, and then you're like, they are wolves. <laughs> like, Well, and I'm not sure, I'm not sure what the rule is. I and that's the other part. I'm not really sure, even though it's like a, like it's a park, right? Like you should be able to go wherever you want, but can yeah, you? Yeah. So I don't know if I'm gonna be like self-incriminating myself here by telling you what we did, but I don't think you will, because so, technically you can hike all over that place. There's nowhere that uh, yeah. says you have to stay right. on a trail. And there's a lot of idiots doing a lot of dumber, more dumb things than yeah than us. You know, walking up on a buffalo and which. Well, you were still a pretty safe distance away. Yeah, I just think most people only, <clears throat> on, most people only go to the pullouts. Right, that's it. And and where we first started was a pullout, right. but it got so busy on our on our way back down to get into that pullout. It was like that was our only option. Right. So I that's what we did. We parked and we we uh, hiked down because I could see where that wolf was at eating. On, there was a wolf down there eating on this carcass, and I could see. Next to the wolf, you know, a couple, two, three hundred yards above him, there was this knoll, and I could see that we could get to that knoll pretty easy. I mean, I, I could see a path, you know, you could pretty much walk to that knoll. So we did, Casey and I and the kids and your boy, and got right on that knoll that was right above the wolf, man. And it was cool because nobody was around us. Yep. I mean, it was just like it's all you. It was just it was just fun, and and to watch that thing, and I had my spotting scope set up with my, you know, scope cam adapter. Shout out to scope cam. Hashtag scope cam. Which, okay, I'm just going to throw this in here, and I might ruffle some feathers with this. So there's some different types of phone adapters. I find, and I own I own a phone scope, which is a popular brand, and I have, this is my second scope cam setup. Um, I lost some, some of it in the fire, my first one, but I'm going to go ahead and say scope cam is better than any of them. Well, it's different. This one that you have is different, which has definitely got some pretty cool things to it's it. It's slick. So so they've made like this little magnetic plate that you basically, I mean, this little plate just, I mean, it's it kind of glued on, the, on my case. This case is just a, a case that I have. It's just my Normal case, case I've always had. So yeah. I just glued this little magnet to it, and now I can uh, snap on my... Yeah, my, uh, scope cam at any moment in time. And is there, there's a ring that goes on your spotting scope, right? That has the magnet that has a magnet yeah. thing. So you pretty yeah. much just pop it on. It, pop. I mean, it's like a matter. I mean, I could have this thing mounted up to a spotting scope in five seconds. Yeah, that's, that's one thing that kind of stinks about the phone scope is like I have an otter box for my phone because I seem to drop it all the time. And if I have it in an otter box case, like it's been good. I've had this phone now for like five, six years. But like, I have to take it out of this case to put it in the f- in the phone scope case, you know. Right, and I don't know. Phone scope has like a universal now, you know. Yeah, the well, the, and mount. but the universal just adjusts the size of the eighty millimeter, sixty millimeter, right? But you still have to you have to put it in their case. Put it in their case, you know, and it's like uh, it's just it's a little bit cumbersome. I, I yeah. own one. I they're great, and I love it. Like, if yeah. that's my only option, I love it. But I kind of like that oh, somebody's man, thinking outside the box, you know, with the Reg, Reggie Parsons, he's he's the guy that, that kind of the the head of Scope Cam, and I don't know if it's his, you know, 
brainstorming that's kind of come up with this, but it's slick. Yeah. I find it to be pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, I will say, like, my phone scope when I was in Pinch, I was in Beaver, and they hooked me up big time. Yeah, and like, phone scope, but don't get me wrong. I Just my, just my opinion, I think that they've got the leg up as far as, as, as you know, quick yeah. and, and handy. Yeah. In my opinion. Scope cam does. Scope cam. Phone scope. Phone scope's been around for a little bit. They've yeah, I think some, phone scope's more of a recognized name, probably. Was, uh, and I can't remember, I don't know if I looked on scope cam, but I saw uh, somebody else was pushing a magnetic one, too, and maybe it was scope cam. But it only had certain phones and certain scope sizes or something that fit it. Mm-hmm. And it's pro- maybe it wasn't scope cam, but, like, the phone scope, you any phone, any, like, they've got, they've been in it for long enough mm-hmm. that, like, they've got the stuff for anything, you know? Right. Which it sounds like the way this one would work, and it doesn't matter what yeah. scope you, or what phone you got if you're just gluing a magnet on. Right, and that's what I like. So there's I a little mine's bit Mine's the same way. I like the OtterBox, right? It's slick, and it's, it, it, it yeah. protects the phone well. Yeah. And I didn't want to have to swap Change out my em. phone into another case, and so... And it doesn't make it any bigger. It doesn't no. make it any bigger to have no. that little piece of magnet on there. No, that magnet's like a fraction of an inch thick. I mean, it's just... Yeah. That's but, cool. I ought to put a picture on... On Instagram or something, kind of yeah. showing what I'm talking about because it's pretty slick. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll get ourselves a promo code and throw it up there. And <laughs> <laughs> no. Promo code shooting the bull and see how many we could sell. No, but Yellowstone was fun. I enjoyed it. Yeah. You know what else I was gonna bring up? Like I thinking about on our Yellowstone trip, on our way home, we got to listening to a murder. What's that podcast you're listening to? Oh my gosh, that was murder uh, with my husband. Yeah. That's the name of the podcast. Where she talks about the murder with to her husband. Her husband kind of knows, but he doesn't. Yeah. He, he kind of plays like. Ask questions because yeah. he doesn't really know the story or something. But we got to listening to that, um, the whole story of, um, crap, what's the people in Rexburg? Daybell. Lori Vallow. Daybell. Yeah. And Chad Daybell. That whole murder saga. That was crazy. That chick is whack. Straight up. That's a Seinfeld quote, by the way. W-A-C. Whack. She's whack, man. Yeah. She's going to go to you know where, man. She, she, uh, what a messed up woman. If you guys haven't heard about this well, lady. Look, the crazy thing is, like, some people will just, they want to believe they're special in some way so bad. Like, it's like they want they want somebody to tell them that they're different and better than everybody else so bad that when one person does, it doesn't matter how crazy it seems, they buy it, right? Mm-hmm. Like, Chad told her that she was um, one of the ones that were going to bring all these people back, and she was special, and she could time travel, right? Wasn't she able, she was supposed to be able to time travel, or did he time travel? Oh, I can't remember. One of them was like, he. one was supposed to be able to talk to different times, and the other one was supposed to time travel. But basically, he was like, yeah. you're, you're special. Like, you are the one. You're here like, to prepare the way for yeah. the second coming. Like, And, and, and it's like, that type of person that wants to, like, oh, already yeah. probably has a little bit of an ego. Like, she'd been through how many marriages so she already has this like ego of like I'm better and like knocking off these guys pretty much, and there's a lot of talk about that too. But oh yeah, and then some guy comes around and tells her, "Hey, you are one of a kind, like way better than everybody else. Like you are where it's at." And she's like, "Yes, I am." You want to know my opinion on it? I got thinking about this. 
So I know there's a lot of people that doesn't don't know what we're talking about here. You'll have to look into it because it's a long, weird story. Yeah. This whole Chad and Lori Daybell murdered. They they murdered their two kids. Well, Lori's two kids basically. They yeah. They found them dead in the back of Chad's backyard. And the uh, big twist was how long it took for them to go missing. Right, yeah. like the the big kicker of this whole thing. Yeah, it was because it was, like, it was like it took, and and the loophole of basically like they're my kids. I don't have to tell you safe. where they're at. I can, There's, I can just tell you they're safe, and and legally that's that's, that's all, you need, all you need to know. Yep, but I think I think Chad, I don't think Chad killed him. I think her brother, Alex, that was kind of the hitman, because that's one thing that they why they killed him was because they believed. She, I guess they, they had this belief of that people would turn into zombies, basically. Like, like if you weren't one of the so many number, you would become a zombie. Yeah, like, and it, like if your spirit could go bad, Brady, and and as, and another spirit could overtake you. Yep, it's not you, and you become a, a zombie. And they had the ability to tell who he he could tell. Yeah, and so they they claimed that these two kids had been overtaken by zombies, spirits, yeah. or whatever, and so. Her brother Alex is kind of this hitman type of a guy, and I think the enforcer. He's the one that that did the deed and killed 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 him, and then they buried him in his backyard. So I don't think Chad killed him necessarily. Yeah. <laughs> I think probably when it all went down, he was like, "Oh crap, yeah, I'm in over my head." Well, this, he, this chick is. Whack. He did the same thing with her husband. Oh yeah, his husband. His his wife. his wife and her yeah, husband, they, they basically said, hey, they're both zombies. Like, you don't even need to feel bad about killing them because that's an evil that's spirit. Not even that, yeah, it's not, it's even, not them. even them anymore. And so weird. Like, just like, that was their excuse for getting out of everything was, oh, they're a zombie now. There's and a, he could tell, he could tell supposedly that that's not, that's not even him. That's not his spirit. There's a pretty good documentary on Netflix right now that out out about it. If you got, I mean, I think it's a couple episodes. I can't remember what it's called, but just, I mean, it's pretty good. Did you watch that? I no, don't, I don't think I've watched it. It's on Netflix. Yet. Pretty good. We listened to it on the way. We listened to it, like, right, like on the ride home or whatever. Uh-huh. But And that's why we kind of got into listening to it because when you go up to Yellowstone, you drive right past Rexburg and St. Anthony where all of it happened. Where, where these bodies were found, where they, yeah. yeah. So it's kind of, it's kind of interesting. <laughs> I mean, she was jumping back and forth to Hawaii like it's a no big deal. Like, in fact, Two years ago, I want to say it was two years ago, we went up, like, in September. We was up in Yellowstone, and we we drove. We was just driving outside of Rexburg, just hanging out. We wanted to go look at the sand dunes because there's sand dunes out there. And so we were just driving the back roads, and we drove past this house that had all these ribbons and, and like, cards and balloons hanging on the fence, you know. You know, where are the kids, you know. And we got thinking, gosh, dang, these are the missing kids that – you know, this must be yeah. so-and-so's house. And so we drove by. It was Chad's house, Chad Daybell's house. We drove by it. Really? This is before they discovered the bodies in his backyard. <laughs> and so looking back at that, I'm like, that's kind of crazy. Like, we literally, like, it was probably a couple weeks or, or so before they found the bodies. Yeah. We had drove by that fence line and seen all those ribbons and stuff hanging there. And the bodies were, would have been literally, like, 100 yards across the fence from where we was driving. You know what, like, I don't understand about that whole thing is why why are you burying them in your backyard? Like, you live in Rexburg, Idaho. You could go anywhere. I mean, national parks right there. Like, you've got all of this wilderness and these trees. And why in your backyard? I think they mentioned that in that podcast. Yeah. It's like they think they were, like, 
too smart. Like they, they didn't think that they would ever get caught because they were just like chosen. Yeah. Like well, nobody's gonna find us. Like we're 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 the ones. Like yeah, I think you're right. It's not gonna catch up to us. So. They posed the question and they were like, "Look, don't get us wrong. Like we're glad they did because they get caught. But like, what the heck were they thinking? You know? And I I think you're right. I think it kind of came to a conclusion of like they just didn't like they believe themselves as much as anybody else. Like they've talked themselves into everything that they're selling everybody else so much that like, how could I get caught? Isn't that crazy that the human spirit or your mind can, I mean, you could, you can convince yourself of such. Yeah. Craziness. Craziness. That that would lead you to killing people. I mean, it's just. It's nuts. It's nuts. The the, the state of mind you have to be in. Absolutely. To take another human, an an innocent human's life is just. Yeah. You are insane. Like, I I mean, well, you you know how they plead insanity in all these cases. Like, oh my my clients insane, you know, and so they'd get out and get them off a of death row or whatever. Well, you anybody probably, that commits a murder is insane. Yeah. Like you're, you you're probably nuts. have some sanity issues, my friend, but that doesn't, that doesn't, doesn't negate excuse the fact it. that what you did and, and the punishment that you should get. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. It's that, that was, that was a pretty crazy deal. I'll tell you what. And my wife kept trying to tell me like, Oh, you've heard this story. And honestly, I, I didn't really put two and two together. All I had really heard on the news was like, some chick in Hawaii was with her husband and her kids were missing and it seemed weird that she didn't care. Right. And like, but so like listening to that was really interesting to get like the timeline of events and like kind of like they kind of piece it together for you so you can. And I think the trial and stuff, I don't know if it's over with. I don't think they've been sentenced. So she hasn't. I don't think she has because I think they're trying to get her with something else and so hers is not finished. I think his is. I don't know. I usually don't get too wrapped up in murder mysteries, but that was pretty. No, it's my wife's. Pretty interesting. It's like my wife's forte is <laughs> date Dateline or whatever. What do they call the? What do they call the murder mysteries yeah. at nighttime? You know, I remember watching Unsolved Mysteries as a kid. Oh my goodness! Like and having nightmares. <laughs> uh, like the, the theme song to this day, the Unsolved Mysteries oh. theme song, it still like haunts me. I like the what. America's Most Wanted one, dun, dun, dun. like it, it play off, and you get t- talking about all these people about how they escaped, and <laughs> I, 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 I was like those, but yeah. So Yellowstone was good. We got up and back good. We stayed the first night in Henry's Lake and yeah. saw some buffalo, bear. When you got that, I, I was gonna say when we uh, when you guys were out there looking at that. Uh, wolf, you got out on that point. That's right when a bear came up right from underneath you guys over to <laughs> over to. Well, us. That's you you kept seeing the bear between between you and I. There was a bear, yeah, yeah. And you're like, "There's a bear between us." I'm like, "Well, is it is it coming our way?" And then you just like, "Well, like the radio cut out, like your radio cut out." I'm like, "Crane, come in. <laughs> is the bear headed our way?" And then you're like, "Oh uh, yeah, you know the bear. I don't know." And then you kind of fade out again. Like you just messing with me. And so Casey's like, Casey's panicking. She's like, is the bear coming this way? I'm like, I don't think it's coming this way. If it's going to come this way, it's going to go down to the carcass. It ain't going to come over and bug us. <laughs> well, then that's when I was like, hey, guys, it's just getting over the top of the hill. It's going right to where I last saw you guys. And then <laughs> then all of a sudden, and it was kind of funny because sometimes when I'd say something, it would take a minute for Kenan to get back to me. He was right on the radio real quick. Crane, come in. Crane. <laughs> <laughs> 
Did you say it's coming right out of us, Crane? Where's the bear? <laughs> it wasn't anywhere. That's was, another thing for people wanting to go to Yellowstone. Just a little tip. If you're traveling with buddies, you know, yeah. multiple vehicles, bring get a, a set of radios. Bring a radio. Because yep. there's no service in the park really anywhere. And these radios make it super convenient to just chat back and forth what you're seeing, you know. Hey. Yeah. You know. We're going to pull off up here. We're going to over here, whatever, especially if you got two vehicles. It's just kind of nice yep. to have an idea what's going on with yep. the front vehicle or the back vehicle or whatever. Well, that was a blast. That was a blast. I, we've always, I've always had a hard time doing it in the fall because the hunts come on. Yeah, and that was one thing about the time we went. It was right at the end of the buffalo rut, a little early for probably the elk. Yeah. You know, if we were up there right now. Times passed. Labor Day, it could get started up there. It could be like early rut. Yeah. But yeah. it was so hot this year, it wasn't quite there yet. Right. But that's okay. It was, it was still good. Right. It was still good. Yeah. But like, if you're up there right now or this coming week, it'd be prime. Yeah. We still had that bowl come up to us. Yeah. And we had to come up from the bottom and come right next to us. Right. We were gathering up the kids. Come on, kids. Let's get, let's uh, maybe just, maybe let's just get together. But the funny thing is, the minute that gets visible to the road, it was like 15 people slam on their brakes. That was Woo! a funny thing. Like that bull, we spotted him down there maybe six, seven, eight hundred yards, something like that, way down Clear the bottom. Clear down on the bottom. He was down there in a wallow, wallow. Yeah, you around. spotted him, yep. And then uh, you just got to doing mouth chirps. just like, hey, yeah, what, watch this. <laughs> and that bull from way down there, like, popped his head up, and he's like, yeah. What was that, you know? And, and then just like on a string, man, you brought him right in. Just just do these little mouth mouth chirps without even a call. Yeah. You know? Yeah, oh, well, yeah, dude. And he just came. And his mouth just wide open, tongue hanging out. I mean, because he, he worked his way up fast. Like, he yeah. was moving. And that was, was fun. And so you're, we're sitting here off the side of the road, you know. We're eating dinner. Everybody, yeah, we had we had dinner out there, just eating dinner, <laughs> looking through our spotting scopes. And everybody's driving by, just, what are you guys looking at? Oh, we're just glassing around. Okay. And then, so we're sitting there watching this whole show go down. And there's just a line of cars, you know, driving right past us. And then. <laughs> Nobody notices him until he's literally 15 yards off the road. And yeah. Then, then you got a line of traffic stopping to look at him, you know. Oh, man. And he was, like, just right next to us. And then all of a sudden everybody started slamming on their brakes. And he, then he took off, you know. He was like, oh, this show ain't for me. What's funny is, is you had, like, we had eight kids there screaming their heads <laughs> off, like, <laughs> playing football and scooters and everything. And he was still coming on rope on a string, you know. Yeah. Like, he was coming. And I was just like, man, that was fun. But that, so that was like the, really the only bull we saw. Yeah, I think, I think it time. was. But that's, uh, we see plenty of elk, but it was, it's always fun to go to Mammoth when there is elk. Though It was kind of fun. a quick trip. I mean, honestly, if, you, if you're going to do it, you should plan on going for four or five days. We pretty much had two days in the park, right? Yeah. Third day we were headed home. Yep. First day we got, first day we drove up, hit Henry's Lake. Just pretty much pulled in, didn't even unhook, slept in the trailer. Yeah, we got there like 9 o'clock at night. Yeah, it was heard, dark. Stayed that night, and then just, so we woke up in the morning and then shot right into the park. Yep. First thing, and. And then pretty much got our camp spot, and, you know, kind of met, headed towards Fishing Bridge, mm -hmm. got our camp spot, called it good. That was fun. Yeah, it was a blast. What else been going on? Well, you just got a new pony. Tell us about your new pony. Yeah. Bought a, we, 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 uh, so I've got all these kids. And you I do. You've got kids. 
I don't have enough horses for them all when we want when we want to go for a ride. Yeah. And so the thought was was I need to increase my herd like I need to a bullet in my head, you know. I mean it's pretty <laughs> much I need a bullet. In what's my head. what's funny is the price of feed is oh, ridiculous, man. but the usually when the feed's so high the horse prices drop. No, sir. Not I don't now. know what's going on. I mean that's that would be logic, but right. we live in an unlogical world. I mean, the prices of horses are as high as ever, and the price of hay is as high as ever. You can't afford to feed them, feed them, so hey, let's charge more for the horses. That makes sense. So I'm an idiot, and I dove in. I said, okay, I'll buy another one. So I just bought this one. It's a it's a yearling. Yeah, hasn't been handled at all. I mean, you saw that we were down there messing with her tonight. Yeah, she's she's pretty. She's not, she, but she's not. They're not a mean bone in her no. body. She's just unsure. Yeah. Like, it's a, it's new. Right. And she's a half draft, so she's half quarter horse, half shire. Yeah, real cool. So that's kind of, my, my intention was for hunting, you know, eventually. Yeah. That's going to be what, packing her, you know, be able to pack on her and, you know, use her that way. Well, but, normally them bigger horses like that, they just, they have a little bit more of, a little more docile in them. Yeah. Just a little bit. So it's going to take a couple of years, you know. To get her where she's any good, but yeah, that's all right. But I I like starting them young. I don't like to, you know. I I like yearlings. I like to know know exactly what you got. What you got? Yeah. And and what went on with it? Yep. When you got them from the ground up, you know exactly where you messed up and where you yep. didn't. You know. Yep. You don't got to worry about somebody else that's been beating on them for two three years, and then you get them, and it turns out they're scared of a hand waving in the air because normally they get hit. That's exactly right. I like it that way. I like to, I like to, like you say, know what you got. And uh, it's kind of fun. Yeah. Like we were talking tonight, messing around with her, you know. I She hadn't been, as far as I know, she had she had a little bit of work on her. She had a halter put on her at some point in time. But she was, you know, born in a pasture, and I think they basically went out there and roped her and and threw a halter on her. And yeah. Had She had a little hernia on her navel they had to remove. But so tonight was the first time I'd ever... Messed with her and what? Uh, what is your deal with only having like mares and fillies? Oh, geez, what's your I, deal there? What? That, that's all I own. All you like? I, I come out there and say, I, so is this a colt or a filly? Crane, you know me. Mares, I got mares, lots of mares. Well, all I so the first horse I ever really that was really mine was one my dad gave me twenty years ago. I still have her. Sid's her name. Yeah, Sid's a good old horse. And so she was she's a mare and and I had her and I went on my mission, I came back and that was just my horse what I had. And then uh got her bred and my dad got my dad made a deal, hey, hey, I wanna, you know, use your mare to get a colt out of and so I let him do it and he got this colt that was Is that the blue horse? Yeah, that's my that's Rip my dad's Rip, my dad's yeah. gilding that big blue roan. Good looking horse. And so he uh yeah, ended up being his, which I'm not quite sure why that was but he paid for the stud fee i guess so he yeah figured, when you were gone were you gone at this time was no this, no or I, you were you back i was back i was back but i i, uh, I didn't fat. have the time to really a do a big anything. horse too guy he looks good yeah I, I i was in school at the time going to college and so i didn't have time so it, it was fine yeah and then <clears throat> a few years ago five six years ago i got her bred to kim robinson's stud um is this the same stud? It's not. It's just different stud. Different stud. Okay. And uh, 
I had this filly out of out of her that I've kept. Yeah. She's now six. And so there's my second mare. What was her name again? Darla. Darla, that's right. Okay. The Darla. Okay. And so I've got I've got these two mares and they look almost identical. They're black, you know, kind of yeah. a good pair, but and then uh I bought Cody a horse that she you know, a few years ago I bought a horse from Mount Warner that that's a mare. Yeah. Not like not like I intentionally seek out mares. Yeah. Then we bought the pony that was a mare. <laughs> but you know, I, I don't know. They get all get along good. I, some of these mares, you know, you get these mares that are really merry, bossy. You know, and none of mine are that way. They're all pretty decent disposition. Yeah. But I don't know. I'd like. Oh, you a, got good horses. I'd like a good gelding someday, but yeah, just hasn't been in the cards for me. Yeah. Well, I'm. I'm. I just picked up one. Well, I haven't got it yet, but it's being delivered. On the twenty fourth, yeah, like like a special delivery. This is like a special delivery. It's like Christmas, but so, man, they, dude, you're right. Like they just cost an arm and a leg. But I, yeah, I, you I, paid like twice what I paid for yeah. mine. <laughs> <laughs> I heard what you were paying, and I thought, you know, only way to do this is to go double kendo. You know, if I'm gonna do it, I got a double kendo. But the thing about you, you've always bought these horses that are papered and have good lines. Yeah, and and you've done well, like flipping them. Yeah, I always like to. I always like to, cause my my absolute favorite time with a horse is from when they're a yearling to when they're two, and I and honestly the most money's right there in my opinion in my skill level for me. I found that the most money, and if you're looking at money, and 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 the shortest amount of time, yeah, between one and two, yep, pretty much getting them ready to get on their backs getting 30 60 rides on them and then basically have like yeah. a green broke type horse you know it's just started kind of a horse right the price just goes like and crazy and see that's where like your papers and stuff really are necessary to make yeah. that money i've never been in that game i just have never had the time i don't feel like i've really yeah. i'm i'm not the trainer i'm not and so whenever whenever i get one like i i'm i'm keeping it for the long haul most yeah. most every horse i've ever owned like i had intentions I'm going to buy it and I'm going to use this thing till it's dead. I'm going to be the only owner. Yeah. And so papers like in that case to me don't mean nothing. I, I don't need them. And no. so and and especially you're not going to get them obviously on a a crossbred thing like what I bought just now but Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, if you're looking to make money, see and I I didn't, my my other colt I, I had another blue roan that I'd bought a while back and and it's all about drift like I I love I don't know what it is but I love the driftwood line. On a horse, like their bloodlines, drift, driftwood goes back to driftwood. I've had one, two, and this will be the third horse that's got driftwood in them. And, uh, man, they're just performers. Like, they get out and move. They've got all the lines to be – they're just bred. Well, and the ones that I've seen go. you've had have, have a good, you know, good mind to them as well. They got, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I haven't had any horse. I, I, none, of, none of my driftwoods – uh, one of the driftwoods went to a guy here in town that's, I think, still got him. Or he, did he just pass away? I can't remember. Ike. Oh, who had him? Um, dang it. I just, uh, the athletics director. Uh, oh, Trithal. Trithal, God, Bob, yeah. I don't know, he probably still has Lost him. Bob's name. Yeah, I think he does still have him. But he's still got, I think he still has Ike. And, uh, but... He's an he was an awesome horse, and then I've at Blue, mm-hmm. who I sold to Lane. Lane sold to a lady in St. George, I believe. 
I wish I could have afforded that one at the time. I, I kick myself for, like, it's one of those deals where I'm in and out of things. That's why I say this Get next one, this next things. one, depending on what it turns out to be, you probably need to just, Keep you going. always need something. I mean, you you say you don't need them. You can't, you can't have, you know, have horse sitting, but I think you would use it if it was back yeah. there. If you had them. Yeah, I, I know. It's, it's one of those deals where, uh, Right now, it's it's tough because Hudson's in football and basketball, and then we got softball and soccer, and it's not slowing down anytime <sighs> soon. I'm here to tell you, man. I no. think we're 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 like in the we're in the thick of it now for, for yeah. a while with these sports and stuff. And it's good. I like it. I'm glad I can do it. I don't know. I'm kind of. <laughs>